Welcome to the Doghouse, brought to you by Moto America, the official AMA racing series for the US of A, led by 190 plus mile per hour superbikes, coming to you still from various locations. I currently am on a ship traveling to Europe, where I'm going over there to find the latest rumors on MotoGP. And those other guys, I left them back in the studio. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I'm anyway, still hey, stuck here. I, I, I got on a ship on my way to uh, Manassas. Uh, yeah, right. It was sinking, and I should have and jumped. it already has sunk. <laughs> it already sunk. Uh, but yes, I, I proudly came to Manassas, Virginia today. Uh, hey, Ken, how you been? Mm-hmm. I'm doing okay. That's good to hear. We had a lot of racing this week. Yeah, a lot. A lot of racing. T- 25 Pro- hours of racing to watch. Too much. Yeah, maybe yeah, too much to watch. Too much to watch. I mean, it took me like three days to, to watch all of it. And I loved every minute of it. That whole drought at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. Like I didn't love every minute. I didn't love every minute of it. We'll get into that. We'll talk about <laughs> MotoGP. Yeah, that's actually probably true. That valid point. I yeah. Know. Uh, but but there was I just loved having so much racing to watch. Uh, why don't we start with the old uh, motocross, right? Um, mm-hmm. Races are starting to races are starting to. I don't want to say races. Uh, standings are starting to tighten up, right? It's quite a bit. Quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Except for some people. Well, I don't know. Now now you're sitting there with um. You're sitting there with um. I can't think of his name. Jeremy Martin is only a few points back behind. Only a few yep. points back behind. Yeah, but I think he underperformed this Fernandez. week. Fernandez. Fernandez, thank yeah. you. I wanted yeah. to say yeah. Fernandez, and I knew that was wrong. This is, it was his home yeah. track, and he under he finished second. And what was he? Finished second? The fifth, fifth, fifth and second. Yeah. Yeah, and his brother was a 4-4, four and, four, and Fernandez did have the did pull the double, right? I mean, he did get the 1-1. Yep. One, one. Um, yep. But it's like, it's like, the you know the tight the points the points lead is is pretty tight now, right? It is it is it is pretty tight. It is pretty tight. I, to me, the thing that sort of shocked me, and maybe I just haven't been paying close enough attention, is for some reason I thought Alex Martin was farther behind in the points. He's not. He's not. Yeah, in the no, points. no. He's not. A, he's. I no, mean, Jeremy's not. only three points back. Alex Martin is probably. Arguably out of winning the championship. Yeah, yeah, right? I think probably. He's, he's pretty certain. He's almost 60. He's, he is 60 points back, 63. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But. Hampshire's in the third and Alex Martin's in fourth. But guys I expected to see a lot more mm-hmm. of, like Hampshire, McElroth, and Cooper, yeah. are not yeah. are not anywhere near competitive. I don't know if it's no. the change in track venues and the change in time and all this, or you know, it seemed to affect yeah. some people and not others. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think at this point, it's at best a three-man race, but realistically, it's a two-man race. Yeah, it's a two-man race. I don't think Hampshire has. It, that it'll much of a it'll shot. take their mistakes for Hampshire to get back in. It, exactly, exactly. He's not mathematically out, but it's pretty close. Yeah, the part the party's over for. To me, he's just sitting there for third, right? He's got uh, yeah. Alex Martin breathing down his neck. McElroth's yep. a little bit behind, but, you know, he's in that battle for third, fourth, fifth, not in the yep. championship. That's going to be J-Mart or Dylan Fernandez, which mm-hmm. I, I'd still say probably odds on are Dylan Fernandez, right? If, I, yeah, I, I, I think so. He's, he, yeah. he, when you go back, 
when you go to back to back this late in the season, yeah, it's it's pretty it's, especially it's, it's pretty tough to think he's going to fall off enough that you're, you know, I mean, he's, it only takes he's one, one he's one crash one. from being twenty right. points behind. Yeah, but both and of he's them completely are. capable. Yeah. Of doing it. Yeah. Yes, they are. Right, exactly. And you know, the thing that was most impressive to me is. Brandis came in literally. I mean, you always say, oh, this is my house. This is my backyard. Nobody beats me in my backyard. And Ferrandis literally came in and spanked him in his own backyard. It, right in front of his friends, his family, his neighbors, people that he used to spank, all watched him get a spanking right there. It's like when your mom yeah. dragged you out to kindergarten for pooping on the other kid's desk. Just wham, wham, wham right there in the middle of his I backyard. I assume that you'd done yeah, that well, and you know, you know all about it. You, you know, it's, it's interesting, though. Some people don't have their best performances at their home tracks sometimes, you know, because they feel pressure. It's expected, right? Yeah, but you would just think that it's your, it's not your home track. It's your track home. No, right? no, I know. Yeah, you, I know. Your family owns the track. I get that, right? Yeah. That's, um, that's but what I'm, yeah, that's it could have been too saying. much. Yeah, mm-hmm. could have been too much pressure. Uh, it, it could be, and right, like you said, you got all your friends, your family, and you know, uh, that's a lot of pressure. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would I would like to go back if somebody ever did this and look at all the people that that ran at their home track, not necessarily like this situation where they own the track. But yeah. and I will bet you'll find a lot of people. I, I know Ducati's had this problem for for years. Oh yeah, where they're yeah. not able to consistently move. You know, when, is, is, that the, is that the home track or is that just, you know. They yeah, had no. problems for years, period. <laughs> well, <laughs> point. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I Can't argue that, that one. But, well, go, you, you, I can take, give it to you another way, okay? How well does Honda do at the, at the uh, you know, the, the, the race, the, when they used to race on a regular basis, member in Japan? Yeah. How, how well did Honda do? Remember, they always had the Honda home track race? In, yeah. In the... Uh, and and they didn't consistently do well. There. No, they and didn't. I even remember. I even, even remember when Casey Stoner was on the Repsol Honda. I think that you'll find that in a lot of cases, it's it's not the team that calls that their home track that wins in most instances. And I think it's that whole expectation and the pressure, and you want to win at home, right? So the home track disadvantage. So, I think there's. I think there's a home track disadvantage. I I, I, I think so. Certainly in motorcycle racing, I think so. it, it, it appears to be. It appears to be. Yep. So at I least mean, this weekend. At least this weekend, and then in the four yep. fifties, I feel like, I feel like this is the Adam C and Sorolla that I've been waiting to see. Year, waiting and, and years, years, <laughs> millennia, and, and this, and this is the Eli Tomac I've become accustomed to see. Yeah, what is going on, Eli? Roller coaster, he, Eli. He, yep, he, he cannot be consistent. He cannot be consistent. You know what would cure that if he came back on the show? I remember we had him on the show. He was Mr. Consistency. Now he's not yeah, anymore. I think, he needs to come back I, on the show. I, I think probably if he's listened to the show much this year, he's probably not going to Yeah, no, I, was, we don't make a lot of friends. <laughs> uh, we, well, you know, it's very easy for us not to. Yeah, we, none of us have a personality. <laughs> We're pretty much all jerks. Um, no. But, yeah, this is the Eli Tom. I mean, not, not the Eli, the, the Adam Cien I've been waiting for. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I feel like this is his weekend, and next weekend he'll go back to being the Adam Cien that I am become accustomed to, you know, the double yeah. crash. one out. hurt pinky away from right. not finishing. He's like one oops <laughs> 
from yeah. you know dropping back. But he has looked good. I mean, these last three races have been really looking sharp. He, yeah, we watched him. He, he, I thought he looked really he, good he on always, everything. He, he always looks good when he's on the bike. That's the problem, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, valid point. I mean, when he's when he's on, he's like, man, that guy's so fast. And when he's off, like it's Mus- like Musquin's kind of in that same boat. When he he's looking good all weekend, but he kept crashing. Here's the measure. At the wrong Here's points. the measure, right? Here's the measure, guys. Okay, have you won more races or picked your bike up more times? <laughs> that, that is <laughs> that a good measure. Okay? Definitely picked the bike up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's not even a question. He can't even say that for yeah. the weekend, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he yeah. and he pulled the double, right? <laughs> I'm sure he picked yeah. up his bike four times. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tomac's been, here's here's how bad Tomac's doing. He's only two points ahead of Barsha. I know. You have to start doing some soul searching, Eli. Oh right? yeah, but you know, Eli. <laughs> Barsha's Eli, having a great his, season for him, for himself, but yeah, yeah. But but Eli's the type that he could he could win out the rest of the season. Right, you can't That's predict true. with him at all. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know it, and it wouldn't be a could, surprise he if he did. It, it, well, no, it wouldn't surprise me. But you know, every time he wins a race, and we say, "Well, next week, what's going to happen?" Right. So yeah. it's that problem, right? There's. He doesn't dominate when you're starting to think that he's going to. The only time I could think was he he did last year, and we were shocked. Remember? Yep. And, yeah, we were shocked. We were shocked in Supercross because I, I, I mean, to me, it was you know when's when's it going to fall apart for him? But this now, year, it's like I'm, when's he, it going to click for him? It's a complete opposite. Exactly where we were last. Yeah. I mean, yep. Yep. Here, here's one thing that I love is we got three rounds left, right? Yep. We have. WW Motocross Park, which I don't ever remember seeing on the tour in Jacksonville. No. So some Actionville no. and Jacksonville. We have Thunder yep. Valley in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And we have Fox Raceway, which I don't know, in Pala. No, not familiar. In California. Yeah, familiar. So we got two unknowns, in my opinion, and Thunder Valley. And we have six guys within 45 points of the lead. Yeah. Right? So, man, that's that's... Ooh, business could pick up. I don't want to say Zach Osborne got a fifteen point points lead. I don't want to say that I That's feel not secure with that. Here. Right? I mean, like like you said earlier, Ken Tomac can roll out six wins in a row, and bam. And mm-hmm. I don't see Osborne always being Mister on the podium, right? Well, he did. Nope. He did put a fourth in in the first race and he finished sixteenth in the points, running what five six laps on a flat tire. Yeah. Uh, but that did that did drop him to a tenth overall on the weekend, yep. which is just kills your points lead. Yep, kills yep. it. Yep. But he's still, yep. like I said, he's still fifteen points up, and you know twenty points up on Musquin in third. And then there's a big drop off to uh, Tomac, who's not even at two hundred points. Yeah, but that's still Tomac. Still, he could he could win out. There's no doubt point, it. he right? has the talent to win out. Will he do it? Will he do it? Right, that's the big thing. So this, I mean, this doesn't appear to be the season that he's going to do it. And this doesn't appear to be the the season we thought we were going to get. Right, we kind of thought we were going to get Tomac out there. You know, there's no no rocks in Musquin coming back from mm-hmm. an injury. Barsha's usually unpredictable. Adam Cincerola, the way he dropped no bikes. Expect, no one expected him to yeah, and, win three races in a row. And we did say a little bit at the end of Supercross, Zach Osborne was looking good. And Zach Osborne, mm-hmm. unlike the other guys on the Huskies, he's kept it going, right? Yep. Uh, Jason Anderson had one race that was pretty good. Wilson had a couple, but, you know, 
more more importantly that that Osborne used that as momentum to come into to motocross. So, man, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to the next three races. Right, we got three more. Wrap it up. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, what do yeah, we? Yeah, it's, it's, it, I like it when it's impossible to predict. Right? Yes, it's always much better racing. And the best yep. thing is, is we've seen so many different guys out front in both two fifties and four fifties. You know, at mm-hmm. different times, right? I mean, obviously, at the end of the race of four fifties, it's J Mart or Fernandez. But we've seen different guys throughout the season have good races, and I, that's always exciting to me. When it's like MotoGP this season, right? It's always good to mm-hmm. me when you see new guys on the podium and new guys on the um, new guys on the on the top box. So, oh, yeah, MotoGP, MotoGP is probably the the least predictable this season. It's like king of that. It is complete yeah, king like of the king. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, anyways, listen. Why don't we take our our commercial timeout, and then we will uh, then we'll come back. We'll talk World Superbike and MotoGP. The only other thing I want to say before we get into all that, we'll finish with MotoGP so we can get into the rumor mills. But finally, if you're out there watching and listening, Flat Track was back on TV. They showed the Springfield Mile over the weekend. Three uh, weeks. Three late. weeks late, but you know, thank you, NBC. Uh, Flat Track's got to do something about that. Uh, anyways, that's just my thought. Let's go into the commercial. Moto America is the official AMA road racing series for the U.S. led by 190 plus mile an hour superbikes. Don't miss out on the best race and biggest TV ratings of fastest girls sport on two wheels. Moto America airs around the world on networks like Eurosport Live, bringing racing actions to over 50 countries. Fox Sports Asia and Star Sports China air superbike racing to 16 countries in Asia. Supersport Africa is airing Moto America Rewind to 19 sub-Saharan countries. Moto America viewership has exceeded 7 million already this year, and they ain't done yet. Round 8 will be with fans at Indianapolis Motor Speedway October 9th through 11th. Tickets and info at MotoAmerica.com. Unfortunately, Round 9 is going to be without fans at Laguna Seca October 23rd to 25th. But we'll be featuring Drag Specialties, King of the Baggers Race, and Vintage Racers in the Heritage Cup. That's why you need Moto America Live Plus. At a Moto America event, there's action on the track all day with racing in five classes, including Superbike, Super Stock, Stock 1000, Twins Cup, and Junior Cup. If you can't make it in person, here's how you watch. Moto America Live Plus features all-day streaming starting Friday, Saturday, Sunday, plus video on demand. Hono Superbike airs live on Fox Sports Saturday and Sunday. The Super Sport Class airs live on Map TV Saturday and Sunday. Then, in the days after the race weekend, you can catch Moto America Rewind and Junior Cup on FS2, plus get the backstories and inside technology on Inside Moto America on NBCSN. Check your local listings or MotoAmerica.com for all this info and more. All right, listen up, you mangy mutts. Your favorite guilty pleasure is now on iHeartRadio. Find us there by searching podcasts to the doghouse. That's D-A-W-G-H-O-U-S-E. Listen, follow, comment, and share, if you dare. I, I said, I'm actually really glad we had the commercial because we, we didn't even get into MotoGP at Barbara. I mean, Moto America at Barbara. Man, we have so much to talk about this week. Yeah. The Moto America. Actually. Oh. I'm sorry, Ken. <laughs> you have to say that again. I turned on your studio mic and not the phone mic. No. Uh, what were you saying? Uh, it wasn't important. No, I, no, no. I said it, I said it was a good point. I said it was a good point. That's all I said. Yeah. Uh, so 
Anyway, we had we had Moto America at Barber, one of the tracks we really all love. I mean, it's a great mm-hmm. track there. Um, it is. And excluding the guy who was, has won every race and set track records at every place, the rest of the racing wasn't too bad this weekend. Yeah. I mean, I think the Superbike class, you know, I mean, uh, Escalante is still winning, right? Uh, he did stretch it a, in both races. I think for the Supersport class, this was actually the most spread out we've kind of seen it in a while. We've gotten a little spoiled with it, seeing them. Yeah, Battle. Yeah, it looked a lot. It looked a lot like 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 a Bouvier race, right? It kind of did. You know, we've we've had yeah. what two or three rounds where they were fighting tooth and nail all the way through, and then we had this weekend, which was just like, whoa, okay, steaming burrito was on fire. Yep, extra hot and, sauce, and, and 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 it was actually, I mean, there was good competition, but it only lasted about seven laps. Yeah, right. Yeah, and he and then then he then he got out there and he started stretching. And, uh, you know, uh, they didn't get an opportunity, and I think that's probably – they didn't get the opportunity to rough him up like they did, uh, yeah. you know, on, on the yeah, last got away. So they, if they don't rough him up, it's over. I mean, it's pretty much over with. I just don't see anybody who's got that combination of both speed and handling that he has on that Honos Kawasaki. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that bike looks really nimble. I mean, he's doing a great yeah. job on the bike, but that bike, like – the other tracks, I think there were enough straightaways for the Suzuki and the Yamaha to kind of like power back on them some, but I think he mm-hmm. just was so nimble, looked so so oh, smooth yeah. through looked the turns, smooth and quick. He, just, he looked just smooth flawless, and quick. Uh, that and, I don't. And, and, and you know, I, I would almost like think that he had some flat track in his background, the way he was able to throw that thing sideways into some of the turns. Yeah. You know, I mean, he looked very comfortable sliding that rear end all around on that bike, and that allowed him to pull it back to an apex. There were, you know, when the, when it was uh, pretty tight racing in the yeah. earlier laps, he was able to do that, bring it back to the apex and, and cut off. And, and and I was just like, I kept thinking he's going to go down, he's going to go down, but I was like really impressed. He just, he's very, very comfortable. And you know... The thing about it, burritos can be pretty greasy, so they're used to being <laughs> oh, oh, we might have to cut that out. That was that was no. no okay. I know. Well, there we'll goes it. our last Spanish food lover. Yeah, well, no, I'm I'm still here. <laughs> I, I'm not going nowhere. Else. Um, but but we also know though that when that track gets greasy, you have to be able to slide it around. Remember a couple years ago, JD yep. Beach mm-hmm. looked like he was flat mm-hmm. tracking it, and that's multiple. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I yep. I recognize too when. Uh, when Escalante was racing, I, I felt the same way uh, that he was that he was doing that. I think that championship's pretty much locked up. I mean, I know points mm-hmm. wise, points wise, it's technically, but man, I just can't see him screwing up in the next the next couple rounds. Three right? rounds, two, three rounds were left, right? Two, two rounds, three. two rounds, two rounds left, two it, rounds. It, it, yeah, I, I mean, three it, races it, around, it, I believe. Is that how they're doing it? Yeah, I mean, I, he would have to DNF in both races, I think, to, to lose. He'd, right? he'd have to he'd have to DNF a set of races. Right, you know he's yeah. he's uh he's out there far enough that he would have to do that. But man, he just yep. he just looked he just looked really smooth. Then we get over yeah, to Superbike. Yeah, once you get yeah. beyond Bouvier, it, uh, it wasn't that bad in the first race. I thought I thought there was some good racing for second, third, and fourth. Uh, he, oh yeah, yeah. You know, Tony Skull- looked good at points in the first race, and then the second race he didn't look good at all. And both Gagne and Fong and Skoltz. Yeah. You know, Skoltz had a good race. Uh, here's, mm-hmm. here's who I'm going to say won the weekend, 
right? I mean, obviously, Boubier points to everybody and, you know, yada, yada, yada. I thought Cam Peterson, right? Yeah. On his, on yeah. his super yeah. stock bike, Cam oh. Peterson rode the wheels off that thing. This just yeah. makes me kind of more bummed that last year when we were at Pittsburgh and he was sitting there in his golf cart with his broken leg and nobody was even talking to him. <laughs> like, you guys all missed the opportunity because – I feel like he's going to be on a superbike soon, and I'm not sure it's going to be a Moto America. It might be across the pond. He might be. I, he rode the wheels off that thing like he deserves a world superbike ride. He, yeah, he, he looked really good. You know, on a super stock bike to be up there battling that tight towards the podium. Right, right, threatening the when's, podium. Yeah, you know, when's the last time a superbike, uh, uh, super, uh, super, super stock, stock, actually got on a podium? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to say it was probably Josh Heron, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, or Bobby Fong, maybe. No, Bobby Fong, I think the best he did was fifth. I think Heron had a fourth or a fifth. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know if I they ever have. But it's, it's, it, it, I think it's, it has happened it, before, but I think it's been a couple years. Yeah, it's probably been a couple years. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I thought he, I thought, man, he rode the wheels off that thing. Uh, he just, yep. he just, you know, unfortunately, he didn't always have the, the uh, finish you want, you know, when you DNF and stuff, but. Man, yeah. And just as we were coming to air, well, no, this is last week. Sorry, we didn't uh, mention it, but the uh, provisional calendar for next year has come out for. Oh America. yeah, we we, we did didn't forget to mention yeah. that last year. So the first race for next year is April thirtieth at uh, Road Atlanta, then VIR Road America, the Ridge, WeatherTech, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, and then Barber. So that's eight races. So they're going to probably slip two more in there somewhere. They try to go yeah. ten. So yeah, well, they were talking Indy's about. Indy's not on there yet. They were talking about a couple, right? And they haven't done anything with like the MotoGP uh, at Coda, yeah, it's right? Not on so, there. so I'm sure they're still they're still kind of looking around to confirm dates. Uh, I was actually talking to a local track manager, and he said that man, people are coming in and and booking dates way ahead in advance right now because because of everything that's gone on this yeah, year, just trying really to that, reserve dates. Really wanting to take those tracks next year. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, it's definitely, Boubier would literally not have to show up for the next three weekends. Yep. Um, you know, the, the next three weekends to not have. Yep. To not. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be embarrassing to the rest of the, the riders, he said, ah, I'm just going to take I, off the next yeah, couple Yeah, I'm stops. just going to take a, I'm going to start my vacation early and, oh, I'll stop yeah. by at the last, at the end of the last race to pick yeah. up my trophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah, he's, he's far enough of points out ahead that there's, there's no touching him. He's, he's over a hundred points on Jake Gagne, which means he's got to drop it four times for it to be close. Yeah, and I, and I think and I he might. He I think he might need to send a gift to his ex teammate. Yeah. <laughs> You're a bad person, but I agree with you. But yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. yeah. So he he's out there so far. I I don't think there's any touching him. I do like the fact that Jake Gagne and Matthew Skultz are only separated by one point. A single point. That should uh, that should bring mm-hmm. some battles. And Skultz looks really good on the Westby bike. You know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. glad that that bike's competitive. Next year, we just have to work on getting the Suzuki's and the Ducatis and all that other stuff up there. Um, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to imagine that Suzuki, which you know, not only competed but won a couple championships, has just sort of disappeared off the map. Yeah. So. 
And well, so, and the big anyway. one, I think the bike is just going into the next season is is the BMW with Heron. I mean, they've made great strides with that bike this year. It's just been inconsistent. It, it'd be interesting. It, um, it, that's all going to come back whether or not Heron goes back to him, right? I mean, unfortunately, the one thing I like about yeah. Heron is he's fast and he's a Seems to be, you know, I think he's changed a lot since his Moto2 experience. Uh, but the thing that I don't like is he ain't rode the same bike twice in a row now in years. That's true. And that's all, that's, that's, that's yeah. bad. You know, that's, that's, that's never good. That's never good. I mean, and I get it, but it's never good because he doesn't seem to get to finish the project. Uh, so anyways, right. uh, let's get into World Superbike. Mm-hmm. Um, they were over there at Catalonia, which, uh, have they raced there in the past before? Or is that the first ever? I thought I don't know if it's the first ever, but I can't remember. I don't remember. Right, I'm so not old enough could, to remember. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I I think it's the first time ever they've been to Catalonia. Uh, you could. You probably are right. Uh, race one yeah. kind of went the way I thought it was. You know, rea- rea- reality, <laughs> as I like to call it now, reality has set in <laughs> yeah, like the rest of the team. <laughs> The rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought mm-hmm. Davies had a hell of a race getting up there. Redding, you know what I mean? Second place, you know. I mean, Very solid looking, too. You know, you're a second place rider, you'll be in a second place spot. That's what oh. <laughs> I'm just throwing that dagger out to Ken. Um, mm-hmm. But. Well, he, he has proven Ray's point before the season started. His, his top competition is Redding. has still proven to be true. Yes, but it's also still proven to be true that there is no competition for Johnny Ray right now. Um, wait, not wait, 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 Close, Closest competition means whoever is behind I'm a, you, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> valid point. Yeah. I, I, there, there's no arguing uh, that actual logic there, Ken. Um, there was a huge surprise in the first race for me as well. The, the first race and the second race it, both it got even better, yeah. bigger. But he had a great weekend, and we're talking, you know, I know the European fans are going to be like, bah, 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 but we're talking Garrett Garloff, who... Mm-hmm. Had a great weekend. Kind of screwed up the qualifying, right? And no doubt he screwed up qualifying, but he did race his way up to eighth. And I mean, he literally he raced. Beat, up he way. beat Lowe's. He did beat. Mm-hmm. Ken, well, I mean, mm-hmm. and Rose stayed on his. Lowe's stayed on his <laughs> his wheels, right? I mean, normally he only beats him when he crashes, but he he made a real respectable. And then he rode his way to fifth in the Super Pole race. And and mm-hmm. we don't really talk that Super Bowl re- race. I, I thought that I thought that was really impressive actually. That really was. Yeah. We, we, yep. Um, you know, I, I, I don't really we don't really talk the Super Bowl race, but I thought he nope. had a great ride. And then, you know In race two race two that was a better race, not just only for him, but I thought it was a even though Ray didn't win the race, it was a better race than I, race one. I enjoyed watching well, it more. Well, Gerloff finished ahead of Ray. So. Yeah, right. Like, what if he and Sykes right. and Redding and Laverty and Lowe's and Haslam and Baz and Folger? You, you know, you know, Ray's sitting there and he's probably looking and he's like, I don't actually know the thirty-one bike. Who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm you're right. I, never, I mean, I have never seen this bike in my life. And, and listen, I know somebody's going to send me hate mail and, and be really mad that I said that about Gerloff, right? But I don't mean that as an insult. I mean, no. that kid rode the wheels off that thing this week. Got himself yeah. third. And and the best thing and to me is the, there was no trickery, right? It wasn't like, hey, I went, I took a risk on a soft tire. There was no bunch of guys in front of me crashed out, and that's why I'm here. He earned that the hard way. That, that bike is oh, yeah. seemingly get better every week, yeah. every race. That bike's got a little bit better. But I didn't expect it to podium. And, and I didn't the, expect that at all. 
At the beginning of the season, we would have been happy with a top 10. Right? Yeah. We had a and top eight several, and a podium. Yep. Uh, I'm, 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 I can't even express how happy I am for him on a guy who I didn't, who I literally thought he was riding a 10th through 15th place bike. Right? Yeah. And, I mean, know. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, I thought somewhere in the season, you know, he had a chance of maybe approaching a top five. I wouldn't have guessed a podium this season at all. I no. think that that would have been reaching it. But I, I, the other part of it, too, I think for him more important this podium, although that's a big milestone in your career, I think for him it's going to give him a load of confidence going forward. I think he's going to start consistently doing better now. Yeah, I think so. You know, I mean, I mean, we, we kind of – I don't want to say we sleep on Garrett Gerloff. I mean, he did beat J.D. Beach in the Super Sport Championship a couple of years ago in arguably one of the best head-to-head matchups in a season we've seen in forever. Yeah. Right, the two of those guys battled nonstop, and you know, there's nobody, there's nobody that listens to this show that doesn't know that I don't think JD Beach is one of the most talented riders on the planet in every aspect of two wheels. And so, for- so let, let me, let, yeah, let me, let me go back to to something that I said before and, and sort of explain it a little bit because there's sort of a two prong uh, view of this when I when I talk about Boubier giving a gift to Gerla, it's two prong. Number one, that you're not racing against me, right? Yep. And the other the other part of it is by him getting on the podium this weekend and it's an American on a podium which we haven't seen since Nikki I don't Hayden? know, probably since dinosaurs walked the earth. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, I, I had to didn't I and I I'm just pulling. I think Hayden got a podium his last year. Right? I don't, or was it I don't, two I, years? I, 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 I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I, know, I mean, I, beyond, beyond that, you're going back to speed. So yeah, that's the only thing forever. I can think. And you know, yeah, it's forever. So um, yeah, I think that's a great thing because you know they they were, these guys were you know serious and they they seemed excited that an American was on the podium because it's it hasn't happened for such a long time. But I think uh, I think that's going to open some eyes. So I, there's going to be some seats open. And you might look at someone like a Boubier. That's what I mean by thanking yeah. him. Now you may you may look at someone like a Boubier and say, well, this guy dominated the Superbike class in, in Moto America. You know, maybe this is a guy we should give serious consideration yeah, I mean, to right. for a Yamaha ride in World Superbike. And maybe, these, maybe there's more guys in the talent stream down there. You know, I mean, one of the right. things that in the commercial, you know, in the commercial we have for Moto America, I mean, now it's on a ton, it's being broadcast all over the world. I mean, they've smartly taken advantage of of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yes, they right? have. You know, I mean, yeah. if you heard, we even added this week to the commercial. I mean, they were on Eurosport Live, 50 countries there. I mean, obviously they're on in America and our and our and our second rate countries like Canada and Mexico probably. Uh, but you know they're on in North America. Mexican and Canadian listeners. (laughs) They have nothing else to listen to. Uh, The Mexicans, the Mexicans are now watching. I can promise you, they're watching Moto America. Yes, Uh, but they're on Fox Sports Asia. They're on Star Mm -hmm. Sports China, which I had never even heard of until they made sent us a presser on that. But this week they also announced they're on Super Sport Africa, which which broadcasts to nineteen sub-Saharan countries, and that's like okay. You know, that's like Nat Matthew Skoltz's backyard, right? You know, yeah. I mean, getting people there. And I, I just feel like, well, you I feel two, like the we world got two is South getting Africans. A, we got Cam yeah. and, and Matthew. Right. And I feel like the world 
is getting a dose of American racing again, which they just haven't had in a long time. It's been no, a long time since people have been able to watch American racing, let alone read about it, let alone hear about it, other than guys like pretty much us in Road Racing World for 10 years now. <laughs> how much did you guys like how excited Garrett Gerloff was after that race? <laughs> I, I, I had to go back and watch because I was way more excited. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was throwing stuff and like, holy, I'm dropping F bombs. I was, I mean, yeah. I, I was like, my God. I, I was, man, but he was very, yeah. He's excited. He, he was, he uh, was very psyched. I, I bet you he didn't sleep for two days. Oh, I, I bet. I bet. Yeah. Um, so I, that was, that was, man, that was just great to watch. That was just it great was. to watch. Uh, you know, and I know the, to our overseas listeners, I know you're like, oh, I'm I'm in Spain and my guy wins MotoGP all the time. But you know when you go a big drought like this, no, Vinales well, has has won a race in a long time. <laughs> well, I was talking Marquez before that. But, well, you know. he hasn't. Uh, but you know, I mean, so it, it's just good for us, and I think it's good for I think it's good for everybody because there are some talented riders over here. There really are. There are. Um, yep. And then then we have we finish it off with MotoGP, and then we got MotoGP news. They do the second weekend there at at Mizano, so it's the second hand of the second second part of the double header weekend. We'll say right. It was, um, uh, you know, the red flag I think hurt hurt Marini some in the Moto Two race, right? Uh, mm-hmm. He he was up what around second I believe when the when the red flag came out and and that yep. kind of hurt him. And Bastianini got the win, which which closed up the points race. I mean, right now, those guys. Martin is gonna he he's done. You know, missing the missing the two rounds now is is he's done out of the points race. Right, party's over mm-hmm. for him. Uh, so it's gonna be oh. it's gonna be Bastianini and Marini right now who are out there. And Bastianini looked really good. Bezecchi looked good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think Bastianini would have won if he had if it wasn't for the restart though. I don't think he was. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if that's true or not. But hard to hard to say. Yeah. Hard yeah. to say because it was a very weird red flag, anyways. Because you know they they stopped the race because and all the races are kind of like surprised they're stopping the race because there really wasn't any uh, there wasn't really any rain coming down at the time they stopped the race. So they go to restart the race and then it starts pouring. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know? I mean, I, I, yeah, it was just weird. It was, it was bizarre. <laughs> it was, it was, ve- it was very strange. It was very strange, and I, I, I mean, I know that like Sam Lowe's wasn't happy, but that's a different. Well, I mean, come on, situation. if you were Sam Lowe's, yeah, would you yeah. be happy? Oh, hey, uh, if I'm Sam Lowe's <laughs> and I'm upright, I'm happy. Yeah, that's actually true. And he should have been like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. it's raining like back home." Uh, be, he is from Saki. If it's raining, he should have been happy because he could probably had a better chance. Yeah, that's actually, yeah. He so yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but you know, I mean, that race kind of that 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 race is now tightened up. Uh, I'm I'm all for watching mm-hmm. these guys duke it out. You know, you got uh, Marini and Bastianini separated by five points, and it's only 15 points back to Bezecchi. You know, yeah. I would say Lowe's and Martin and the rest of those guys are are, are starting to be, be fall back. Right? They're not. They're yep. not pulling the. Um, this is uh, still still a lot of racing to come yet. Still a lot of racing to come, but you know, I, I think <laughs> those three guys are kind of pulling away, and they seem to be able to race good against each other. Right? It's it's good good heads up racing, which I think oh you know good heads up racing is great. Good heads up racing with point standing implications even better. 
And I think a lot of people out there are probably saying right now that this was not what they expected. Everybody thought that, that Luca Marini was going to be the hands-down guy in, in Moto2. Yeah. And I, and I think that, uh, you know, I think to some extent both Bezzecki and um, Bastianini are, which were, I think, were both respected racers, but were, you know, I think a lot of people didn't think that they would be able to keep up with Marini, and they're keeping it a very, very, very tight championship. You know, I mean, I, I don't think it's a slam on Marini. I don't think Marini's being a disappointment. No. I just think no, I, even, and I'll throw Martin, Martin back in it, even though he's out of the, yeah. because he's missed missed a couple rounds now. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. think Bezecchi, Bastianini, and Martin have really stepped up their games to make it competitive. I, I don't think it's like Marini's letting me down. I mean, he's fighting tooth and nail with guys that are having great seasons. Yeah. You know, or racing yeah, I, th- I think pro- I, I think probably in Moto2, probably the biggest disappointment is probably the KTM team right now. Oh, yeah. I, I can't argue You know, that. because I think they expected a lot more, um, you know, and, it, you know, what are you, you going to do, right? You know, right now you've got, you know, yeah, they're not it's producing not their the motor, way they were, it's not right? Their MotoGP team, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and, the, and it was the opposite situation. I mean, prior to this, the Moto Two um, KTM, you know, KTM team was team strong, was very very strong, and the MotoGP team was non-existent. Yeah. So maybe they so. spent all their money in GP and Porpresini's <laughs> yeah, right. Por sitting out there on like a, a factory. He's like on a four fifty. He's like, wait, what's <laughs> something's wrong here, guys? Three, wrong years, bike. three years old too. Right. <laughs> Wrong bike. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. then, um, MotoGP, the the big boys race, uh, the carnage in Catalonia. Yeah, uh, death bikes, two thousand twenty. There was a lot of not classifieds and stuff. There was a lot of out guys, the fast guys, right? Twenty uh, ride, twenty riders and bikes started, only thirteen finished. That tells you a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and of course. Of course, Bagnaya throws it away with the lead. <laughs> he throws it away with the lead in the last lap. Yeah. In the last, I uh, and he was ahead by what? In the, four seconds in, or in something the last like lap. that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Well, there you go, buddy. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought it was. I thought it was a great pick. And yeah, it was right up it was. to right right up to about half a lap. Yeah, I mean, you you got you got pretty Ken had him in the pool. You you got pretty much hosed in that one. <laughs> Uh, in that one, yeah, I got totally, definitely did. You definitely got hosed there, uh, but you are uh, luckily you weren't the only one that got hosed there. A lot of people saw no. you picking back Naya, and they were like, "Hey, I don't want points either. I'm gonna pick with Ken." Uh, yeah, or I'm gonna or I'm gonna pick Bender. I'm ready. Bender's gonna do it. This yeah, week. Brad um, Bender. Hey. Bender, Bender, bend it. Yeah, yeah. That should just yeah. be bend, not Bender. Um, yeah, all right, bend it. <laughs> So I, and just for those guys in the pool, be careful. King Olaf there uh, has made a huge jump, way outscored the rest of total of a hundred points plus qualifying points available this weekend. Uh, Olaf scored ninety and just put a stomping Dude, on everybody. He might be the first two-time yeah. winner. No, he's still quite a way. Andrew does have quite a big lead oh, on. I thought him, he so. got closer. Yeah, no, um, he yeah he still he, he still has a big lead. He still he has a big have, lead. Yeah, but that can easily be thrown away. Yeah, but well, Andrew had eighty-five points, so he didn't lose that much to Olaf. But oh, Olaf leapfrog. Follow my picks, and it won't be a problem. Yeah, that's that's true. But uh, you'll definitely throw it away. But 
you know, and then Vanyalis walks himself into a win. And then it says people didn't, and, and then it goes out and says people just don't believe in me. I, yeah, you won, and I barely believe in you. Um, you know, I can win <laughs> you two only, of everybody. You only won because somebody else gave it to you. I, I can win two of everybody in front of me crashes. <laughs> I mean, li- li- literally gave it to him, right? I mean, literally, Vinales had no hope of catching him. He had control of that lead. He kept it. It was between yeah. one point four. In 1.8 seconds, he couldn't make any progress on it. It's the last lap of the race. No hope of catching him. It's like, well, you know, yeah, I'll take the win. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. It's like, woo, uh, you know, but I did. Yeah. You're right, Warren. I do like how he acted like he earned that. And, like, that was all him. And, yeah. you know, I mean, he went out there and he was like, he acted like, yeah, I, I won that. Yeah, I beat everybody's I will ass. I will give him credit. He's, he took it and he owned it. Yes, he, yeah. he might yeah. not actually own it, but he acted like he owned it. Yeah, he was like, he's like, I own that track. Uh, <laughs> he should have just mic dropped and left. Um, How, but, could you imagine when Backpack Knight had to go back to his pit stall? Uh, uh, oops. And, and it, wasn't he right next? Wasn't his right next to Vinales on top of that? I think it was. Well, <laughs> cash will cash will. Cash will change hands. Yeah, I I cannot I cannot I mean I can't even imagine what the Spanish uh, the Italian curse words were coming out of his mouth. Well, believe, just, believe me, I think I went through curse words of about seven languages <laughs> after that. I I saw the anger bomb go off by your neighbor. Uh, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Believe um, me, there was a mushroom cloud over the house. To, oh man, I'm drawing. So let's go to the positive. So well, no, there's Joanne two more- Mir and Paul Aspargaro podiumed. I'm just loving mm-hmm. that in MotoGP right now. We're having guys that in the in the past couple of years, it's always been like Marquez Dovi somebody, Marquez Dovi somebody, mm-hmm. Marquez Dovi somebody. Now it's like mm-hmm. it's like throw a dart at a list of names to get the podiums, and I love that. Yeah, right? and, yeah. And, and the, along that line, I, and I'm drawing a blank. Which rider it was all of a sudden? Was on the podium, then he wasn't because he got a penalty that he said he exceeded track limits. Yeah. Yes. Who was that? Yeah. Uh, that was Quartararo. Yeah. Was yeah, Quartararo. Yeah, Quartararo. He was actually going to yeah, be he, a podium finisher, and then boom, nope. Well, he, he they, they sent him the penalty that he exceeded. He didn't take the long lap, right? He had time right. to take the long lap, which would have put him in a battle right there with the Spargaro. Well, he claims he never got the message. Yeah, eh. and I claim I'm good looking, you know, on Tinder, but that doesn't make it right. right? Like, <laughs> well, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. One's of greater stretch than the other. Okay, okay. valid point. <laughs> right. But uh, but anyways, um, you know, he did that, and Oliveira raced his way up from miserable qualifying. Yeah, uh, you know, mm-hmm. raced his For a way up. Finish. Uh, and then here's here's the shocker: career best I finish for Alex Marquez, seventh place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew that. I knew that was going to be what you were going to bring up. And Dovi and Morbidelli and Petrucci and Zarco and Rins and Smith, you guys got to do some soul searching. Literally, the slowest guy in the field beat you. Right? Yeah. You were there. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I could have beat. I could have beat Alex Marquez. Uh, but, but yeah, so it's like uh, just. I love that. There's without Mar- Mark Marquez, there's no rhyme or reason to the season. No. And I'm also wondering why there were so many, and several of the crashes looked like they were just, the bike just, I mean, I don't know what happened. Cause it got it, bored. Uh, maybe. Ran out of talent. Yeah, it um, just kind of looked weird. Uh, so a lot of know, those looked I, weird. I, 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 yeah, I think a lot of that is that 
I think in general, without 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 Marquez there, the field doesn't stretch out as much as it used to. Yeah, right. Because you got this top group that's chasing Marquez down, and they separate, and and more of the field was compact. And I think when you get that, you get a lot more bike to bike interactions. And mm-hmm. you also get people that are racing beyond their ability or the, the limits, right? Well, I think the whole and they, fi- and they throw it away. I think the whole field right now looks mm-hmm. at it and goes, "I can win right now. This is my yeah. shot. This is my chance to get my yep. moto." T- even even guys that have no business being up towards the front, like Alex Marquez, right? Yeah, they're going, <laughs> "My God, I can I can win. I can podium." And 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 in years past, that would have been like. I'm oh, as fast as that guy. Right, yeah. Now everybody's going. I mean, look at the qualifying times. Everybody's within a second. Like the top 20 are within a second. Uh, uh, all you got to do is say that all three KTMs have been on the podium this season. Yeah, and two out of three won a race. Sorry, Paul, Two out of three won a race. <laughs> <laughs> Not the one anybody thought would, but, you know, the rest of them right, did. Yeah, hey, he still got a couple tries. He's, he, got a, he got a couple shots at it. And legit, he's got a shot. He's been racing good. Yeah, the, he can't the, bag Naya yeah. it. The, the KTMs no, are get, looking getting, really well this year. He, he's, he's getting points, but, uh, you know. But anyway. I, I, actually, the, actually, the person that I thought had the best shot of coming in in one of the top three positions um, was Brad Bender, and now I'm sort of kind of doubting that because he had just a miserable weekend. Yeah. And here, here I want to I want to throw a stat at you, and I love this stat. We are how many races in? Eight races in. Right, mm-hmm. point standing. Andrea Devicioso is leading the points with eighty-four points. Right. <laughs> Usually by now, Mark Marquez is over two hundred. Right. Yep. Quateraro and Vinales are tied for eighty-three points, and out of nowhere, Joanne Mir eighty points. Top four yep. have four points between them. Right, and you got Morbidelli and Miller, and th- there's you can literally go down to Rossi with 58 points. Actually, you, you go a little further. So Paul what you're Sparkle, saying? Top seven, top so what, seven are within 30 points of the lead. So what you're saying is points. that Marquez starts next week, next race, he could actually win the championship again. Right, and I didn't <laughs> think that was true. Right, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, there's no sense of him coming back. He can't win the championship. Now three wins at 75 points, it puts him um, fifth. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That is just nuts. But here we are. I mean, look at how many guys are at least 40 points, 30 points. Normally it's like 210, 50, you know, 150, 100 in this, 100 in that. And by the time you get to fifth place, you're down to like teens and sig- single digits, right? Now you're down to yeah. teens at 17th. Even Mark Marquez has over 20 points. <laughs> what is Wait, wrong with what, what, what place is he in? Mark Mar- Alex Marquez is in 16th place. What about his brother? His brother is no, he's still in last. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm Alex Marquez. Uh, but you know, I mean, it's just it's just great to see that many guys. I know it's not great that people go, "Oh my god, that's not great that they have low points." But it's great because they're mixing it up. We, know, the, we don't know who's going to win week to week. That that 320 points in the top four that would all be Marquez right now is spread out between yep. four guys evenly. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah. Before yep. we go, we should get into the little bit of news. I'd be kind of interested on in you guys' take. Uh, two Rossi announcements. Announcement number one is supposed to be sometime this weekend, and we've heard this before, uh, Rossi to Patronus for 2021. Yeah. Well, my response is, uh, I believe it, want to see it. 
Yeah, uh, no, well, it puts him on a better I'm bike. Yawning. I, I'm yawning. I'm yawning because unless you have yellow underwear, why do you care? Uh, only in the front. But listen. But listen. TMI. TMI. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, but anyways, no, you know, I mean, on a good bike, you might still be able to win. Uh, I threw that out just to piss Ken off. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. but I this think, year, I, I think it's I, I this think year, right? Real good. If he had I a better bike, a real... he could be winning this year. That's true. Uh, I I think he's got a real good chance of winning. Uh, Rally cross is right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, and then hey, let's get into the other bit of Rossi news. Uh, Ken, oh Rossi, Rossi's like half the sport. He's like half the news this week. Uh, it says <laughs> the VR46 team is looking to buy or looking to acquire the Aventa Racing team, and possible, the rumor mill is saying there's going to be a possible break with Yamaha, which I would think is a mistake unless, of course, they want to have fast bikes. Um, but to move to Yamaha from Yamaha to Suzuki or possibly Aprilia, I would say Aprilia is a mistake. Yeah, they're Suzuki not Suzuki is not. Right? Look at how good the Suzukis are doing. Yeah. And they're no, getting better. I, yeah, I, th- I, I personally agree. I think Suzuki's a better choice. Um, that being said, you know, Aprilia is one of the makes that has in the past won championships. It's been a long time, but you never you never know. I mean, if they if they completely bought into the uh, if they completely bought into the championship and made an investment in it, they might have a chance. The problem is, is they're not the factory's not investing the money into right. it. So I don't know, but Rossi brings with him some <coughs> t-shirt you know, sales. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, yeah. So. Mm, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Now, granted, he's not going to be on the bike, but because that would be a disaster. I mean, he he's going to be on you know a Patronus bike, but well, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't I don't know. You know, ne- you never really know. Um, I, it used to be that you didn't give any respect at all to any any satellite teams. You can't say that you're, this year. You can't. No, you well, you can't. You 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 really can't because even if Marquez was there, you'd still have competition below him. Yeah, you'd still uh, have amongst uh, the satellite teams. Right. Um. So yeah, yeah, I mean, the field's leveled a lot. Uh, my my mm-hmm. biggest concern is Aprilia got two bikes right now, which is Bradley Smith and uh, uh, Alicia Spargaro. Um, neither mm-hmm. of them are setting the world on fire. Uh, and for if for Rossi to go there with the VR46 team. And it's not, it's not so much that I don't want to see, you know, like the Rossi thing is I think they're producing enough talent out of his VR6 team and VR6 Academy that I'd like to see him on a competitive bike, which to me is the did you Suzuki. Say, did you say VR6? VR46. I meant 46. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, I know you're such a big Rossi fan. You were hurt there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I am. I am. A, I, I tell you, I'm a died in the wool Rossi fan. I know that. I can't, I, you have underwear is yellow in the I front too. I, I can't wait for his next. I cannot wait for his next win. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, uh, I hope you. I hope you. I hope you stick around for his next win, Ken. Valentino Rossi has never won a championship when he had decent competition. Sorry. Oh, Ken throws the hate bomb there right at the, the end gauntlet. of the show. The gauntlet, the hate tossed. bomb at the end of the show. I love it, Ken. Mm-hmm. That that is yeah. why people don't want to come on the show anymore. That, That's why you know, I'm it's like see. Ken's That's like, I, who can I say nasty things to this week? Um, I love it, Ken. Uh, send your hate mail to Warren. He likes enjoying reading those. <laughs> uh, Warren yeah. at ntnradio.com. He, he will enjoy reading those. I just won't care. 
Or or if you piss me off enough with hate mail, I will take Ken's side, and I don't want to do that. Because uh, <laughs> that's just the way. I mean, Ken doesn't even read our mail, so there's no chance that no, we No, he's not going to look at it. There you go. <laughs> I mean, not well, going to happen. You might as well. You might as well tweet wait, wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. Warren is saying is is agreeing with the Ken doesn't read our mail. Warren, <laughs> yeah. Warren, Warren. Last time you read an email before the before the before the show, Warren said something about man that guy never answers his Facebook messages, and I damn near choked. I I literally almost died. I don't I'm have like, any idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Anyways, we'll be back next week. Hey, next week, guys, we got racing at. Places that I shouldn't have hit the notes. Uh, we got this weekend. <laughs> the MotoGP will be at Catalonia following World Superbike there. Motocross at that WW Motocross Park. And uh, AFT, if you're in the Dallas area, will be at um, Dallas for a uh, half-mile race. Or on NBC six and, weeks from and, now. And, and, and sometime around Christmas, we'll watch that. Two weeks from now, um, World Superbike. And, uh, and then three weeks in, from now is Moto America. So we still have a full palette of racing each weekend. See you next week, folks. Goodbye, everybody. Ah! <laughs>